friend, welcome to the Through It, Not Over It podcast. My name is Savannah, and I'm a 20-something recovering perfectionist and people pleaser who was obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA. This podcast is all about navigating the adult world together as we have fun learning tips and tricks to help us organize our lives, prioritize our relationships, and incorporate play more often, all while going through the curveballs the world throws at us. So girlfriend, let's get to it. Hello, thank you for joining me for episode number two. I am incredibly grateful that you're here and all of your feedback after the first episode lit a fire in me and reminded me there's a reason to show up. So I just wanted to remind you when you're going through the hard times and you don't know why you're showing up, just remember there's one girl out there who needs you to show up. Today's episode, we're going to be talking all about habits. And to kick it off, I wanted to start with a quote. So this quote is by Rachel Hollis. It's actually from her most recent book. Um, Now that I'm talking about it, I can't remember the name of the book. I didn't see that coming or something along those lines. That is Rachel Hollis's most recent book. It was written right around the pandemic season. It came out last September and it was just super timely when I read it. So if you're kind of in a funk and needing a little bit of a pep talk and kind of another a book to help you go through whatever you're going through, definitely check it out. So the quote is, your great habits and positive rituals are the anchor you need in the storm, not just because they're good for you, but because your brain isn't wired to handle intense discomfort and keep making good decisions. Again, that was by Rachel Hollis. So when you picture your ideal day, do you start to picture dozens and dozens of habits like brushing your teeth, reading, journaling, meditating, drink 100 ounces of water, move your body, take the vitamins, one chore a day, put your phone away an hour before bed, time with my fiance Michael, and the list goes on and on and on. Like literally just spewing all of that at you spiked my heart rate. Like that is just so many habits. And then when it comes to do the day-to-day life, are you implementing them consistently? I know for me, I've really been struggling with my habits and knowing that I need to practice these good habits because like Rachel said, our brain isn't wired for intense discomfort and making good decisions. So if I'm not in the habit of drinking 100 ounces of water a day and really nourishing my body with water, then when things get hard, when I'm working extra hours, when it's summer and we're going out and doing more things because the world's opening up again, it's hard to lean back on habits that aren't there. And it's hard to constantly make good decisions. I hope that's making sense. Um, I know at the end of the day, I have decision fatigue. If you're not familiar with decision fatigue, it's when you make a bunch of decisions and by the end of it, you're tired, (laughs) kind of just as it sounds. But if you've ever been to an airport, you are making so many micro decisions throughout the day. Like, do I stand on the right or the left as I walk? How do I avoid this person in front of me? Oh, where's the gate that I need to go to? Do I want to eat at this McDonald's or do I want to eat at the Starbucks down the road? 
And even though you're not doing much when traveling, like you're literally walking, sitting on a plane for a couple of hours and then walking again, like it's your step count is garbage, but you are exhausted. And it's because of this decision fatigue and you're having to make all of these decisions and our brains aren't wired for discomfort and making good decisions. And not that the airport is uncomfortable, but you have a lot of stimulus that you're not used to. I know like my day-to-day life has kind of been like this. There's so many micro decisions that I'm making and that I'm falling back on these bad habits. Um, When I think about my ideal day and all those habits I listed off, like brushing my teeth, reading, journaling, meditating, water, movement, vitamins, chores, that ideal day maybe happens once a month. And that's if I'm overestimating and being a little too generous myself. But what I know in my heart, and I'm guessing you can relate to this because you're listening, is that you need to practice these habits because when life gets hard and life is going to get hard, the newest habits are going to be the first things to go. Like podcasting. It's the newest habit that I'm adding to my list right now. And with summer coming up, we're traveling, we're wedding planning, we are going to pick up my fiance's rowing club, bought a boat, so we have to go pick that up. Both of our parents are coming into town and life's starting to get busy again. And it would be so easy for me to put podcasting as the first thing to fall off my list. But I have to be intentional about scheduling time daily and weekly to grow this muscle of podcasting so that becomes automatic so that when life gets uncomfortable when I'm on the road traveling to go pick up this boat I am in this I'm able to turn the content creation lens on and that frame of mind for the time that I've scheduled but that it's not the thing that falls off when life gets hard And I'm guessing you can relate, whether it's a busy season for work or it is something unexpected that happens with your family, whether it's good or bad, whether you are navigating a transition at work or starting a new job or coworkers leave and you all of a sudden have more work to do or you're moving or your partner, significant other is getting a new job or they're going through something. We all go through seasons when things are hard and those are when we need our habits to be so strong and the good ones. Because I know when I go through busy times at work, I start to fall back into the old patterns of getting up later, putting off my workouts, forgetting to shower, which sounds like such a small thing. But those are all the easiest things to fall off my to-do list because I'm putting everyone else in front of me. So right now I'm in a season of working on my good habits to replace some of those negative habits with things that serve me. But if I try and do all of those 
dream habits, I'll call them. At the same time, all at once, I'm going to fail, right? I can't expect myself to do the 12 new things all at once and expect it to be flawless. Um, I can't expect myself to brush my teeth every day, to incorporate fun, to work out for 30 to 40 minutes, to hang out with my fiance, Michael, to put my phone away an hour before bed, to read for pleasure. And I can't expect myself to do all of that perfectly every single day when I'm not used to doing all of those things every day. And I'm not sure if you've heard of habit stacking, but basically what it is, it's taking something that you already do daily and adding a new thing onto it. Oftentimes people use the example as brushing your teeth. So an example would be, as I brush my teeth, I will look in the mirror and say three things I'm grateful for about my body. So those two minutes that you're sitting there brushing your teeth, you're saying things like, I am so grateful for my strong legs to carry me through that really tough lower body workout. I am grateful for my lungs breathing in all of the oxygen. I am grateful for my eyes that allow me to see and experience the world. And once you're good at the thing, the new thing, which would be saying three things you're grateful for about your body, once you're good at that, you can add another habit onto it. And it's slowly like stacking win after win after win. And what's really funny about this is people often use brushing your teeth as an example because that, that should be a habit, right? Well, fun fact, I actually hate brushing my teeth. If there was one self-care, like hygiene thing I never had to do ever again in my life, it would be brushing my teeth. I don't know what it is about it, but I hate brushing my teeth. So whenever people use that as an example, brushing your teeth, I'm like, well, of course I can't do it because brushing my teeth would be the second thing for me. So in real time, I'm working on brushing my teeth daily, which as a 25-year-old is disgusting to admit that I don't brush my teeth daily. But I have good dental hygiene. It's okay. Um, I haven't had cavities in a couple years, so we're doing all right. But for me, when I hear the example being, when I brush my teeth, I will do new thing, I have like stopped myself right in the track, in my tracks. So what I'm doing right now is after I go to the bathroom in the morning, I will brush my teeth because I wake up and I have to pee every single morning, right? Like I wake up and I, I got to go. So before I leave the bathroom, I make myself brush my teeth and habit stacking sounds great, but for us busy women, we want to do all of it now. So the thought of adding one thing at a time is annoying because that progress is slow. Like when I list out the dozen or more habits that I'd like to do incorporated into my life every day, and I think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do these one at a time. And each one is probably going to take me two or three weeks to master before I can add the next thing on. Like two weeks times 12 habits, 
24 weeks, half a year to get to all these habits. And thinking of that number is just defeating as we're these busy women who just want that instant gratification. So what I did a few weeks ago is I wrote down all the habits I wanted to incorporate in my life. Um, Things from brushing my teeth to reading to journaling to meditating, time with friends, time in my relationship with my fiance, time with my family. And I wrote all of those down. And then I categorized them into a few different categories. (laughs) That was redundant. But I put them into these groups. And for me, it came up with health, emotional relationships, and passion projects. And so what I've been doing is choosing one from each category to focus on for the week. And then once I'm feeling like I have those four down, some weeks it's even three, uh, I add another one from each category. So for example, right now I am working on health, brushing my teeth daily. Embarrassing to admit on a podcast, but it's what I have to work on right now. So that's my health one. My emotional one is spending time meditating and journaling. I kind of put these two together because I need the stillness and the way to process with words. So that's an emotional relationships. I don't have one right now because I picked two emotional ones. And then for passion projects, that is spending time daily working on my podcast so that it becomes easier to only spend three or four days working on the podcast. And once I have these really down that I'm not forgetting to do them. For example, today it is 8.40 p.m. at night when I'm recording this. I have not brushed my teeth yet. I have not meditated and I have not journaled. That's okay because I have a plan to get them done before my head lays down on the pillow. But until I'm getting those done when I ideally would like them done, So for me, those three things I'd ideally like done before I log into work for the morning. So until I'm doing that consistently, and for me, you have to define this for yourself, but for me, I've defined consistently as 10 days in a row doing this in the morning, I'm not going to add anything else on, which is annoying because I want to get all of those dozen or more habits implemented in my life right now. But I know if I don't take that bite-sized piece now, that I'm just going to set myself up for failure. Also on this, you have to pay attention to your energy levels. So sometimes only adding one habit is enough for that week or that period of time because it takes a lot of energy, whether it's mental energy or physical energy. So an example of this would be, I'm trying to think for me, it might be adding in a longer morning routine. So once I have journaling and meditating down, it'd be adding in reading 
every day and saying affirmations. So that for me, having those four things in the morning is going to take a lot of mental energy to do that before work. So that might be the only thing I add. Like I might not add another health related one. Um, Health related isn't just physical health. It's also like I guess brushing my teeth is physical, but I'm not talking like body image health. I'm talking overall health. So hydration, taking vitamins, that that kind of thing with health. Um, I hope that makes sense. Again, what I did and was so helpful for me is I listed out all of the habits that I would like in my ideal day, week, or month. So some of the weekly things were recording one podcast a week or like releasing one podcast a week. Um, And then the daily ones again are things like moving my body, drinking water, brushing my dang teeth. And then once I had all of those, I categorized them and kind of broke them into things that made sense. You don't have to do the same as me, but what I did was health, emotional relationships, and passion projects. And then right now, starting out, I chose one from each category to focus on for the week. And then for me, once I'm consistent with those four items, which I have defined as 10 days doing at the assigned time block or time I wanted to call it a time season, but that's not what it is, like time of day, so before work. So once I've done it for 10 days in the time block that it's assigned to, I will add a new thing on. For me, that is when I'm ready to do it. It is slow moving, but oh my gosh, is it so powerful when you start adding a few things at a time. As of today, I can share that I've brushed my teeth six days in a row, and today will mark one week of brushing my teeth in a row. So while I'm not at the point where I'm going to add more in, I am proud of collecting the small wins, brushing my teeth daily, journaling, meditating, and focusing on my podcast daily, as I can slowly start to collect those little wins with those habits, I will be able to add more and more habits to get to that ideal day. So while we as recovering perfectionists want to get to the place where we have all the habits and are doing all of the things, you have to remember the small progress is what will get you there. You have to be 1% better than yesterday. Just 1% better. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend. Like, actually text her right now. Or if you post it on social media and tag me, so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so honored to be on this journey with you. So until next time, keep your chin high as you go through all life throws at you. I'll talk to you soon.